0: Welcome to Sven and Zen. We are your couple show hosts. We like to welcome you. Everybody dance.
1: By the way, she's Australian. (laughs) Not by this song. Yes.
0: In case any of you don't recognize this song, it's called Ooh, Ah, Just a Little Bit. And it was from Eurovision. And it's by somebody uh, named Gina G. Mm -hmm. Born Gina Um, Mary Gardner. Sure, and Adam, as soon as before we we hit record, came on and started singing the song. I go, what the fuck was that? I remember that song from the '90s. It's an amazing song. So here it we go. Here's really the chorus. Me. Hold on.
1: Oh man, that is an excellent pull, Adam. I don't know why it popped into my head, but it did. I love that song, number twelve. Talk huh. about a song I literally have not thought about in decades. I mean, mm-hmm. w- when
0: I say decades, I mean decades. That song was came out in what? Oof.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. Gina mm-hmm. G, nineteen ninety seven. Ah, six. <laughs> Can you imagine naming a song "Ooh Ah" nineteen ninety seven? Well, it happened ninety seven. Okay.
0: What a what a song. Anyway, what, um, what a hit. Is she from Australia? She is Australian, yeah. That's, uh, but the country is United Kingdom.
1: Yes, hmm. I think she represented the UK. All right, whatever. Uh, know, whatever Who gives a the, shit. No, one, no one's going to think about her for another 21 years, so. It's fine. And I don't think we're going to be the, the podcast that,
0: that reminds the whole <laughs> population of Gina G's. Ooh-ah.
1: Is she still alive? Maybe we can get her on the show.
0: Do you think we can yeah, get Gina
1: G? You think we can pull she, that? I mean, I tried for Kathy and Jimmy, but no, no luck. Born... Uh, 1970. She okay, is she's 50. Yeah, she's not dead. She's her, not dead. Her, her, her career. career.
0: Uh, number five in Australia, number two in Canada on the dance, six in Finland, 88 in Germany. God. Number one in the UK, number 12 in the US, and number four in the US dance
1: charts. Mm-hmm. Great, that's song. a good one. That's a good one.
0: Yeah, good poll. Uh, for those of you who have been listening to us babble and don't know who we are and did not tune away uh i'm rogelio over there is adam you're listening to i swear we're not a couple the show where we talk about nothing obviously and take a very long time doing it as we've just <laughs> exemplified
1: gotcha hey, how you doing Boo-Boo? i'm good i'm i'm a little tired today but i'm gonna i'm gonna ramp up the energy as much as i can yeah we, our, uh, our listeners mean everything to me <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, this coming from the man who has said multiple times, even over the last week, if we didn't have a single listener, I would still
1: do this. I don't care. I don't it's care. It's true. It's true. But, but I still, the listeners still mean so much to me.
0: Yes. I well,
1: am because they are.
0: Mm, all right. Let's get, let's kick things off. Uh, okay. we, we're recording on a Sunday morning, My Sunday morning, East, West coast, afternoon, East coast. Uh, so we're maybe not going to be quite in the rhythm as we normally are. I don't know. It's just something about when you, when you get out of your schedule and everything kind of feels wonky, but I'm going to pretend it's Saturday
1: afternoon. Okay. I will too. And then when I don't go to work tomorrow, (laughs) that's going to be why. Okay. Yeah. All right. right. It's Saturday afternoon. Perfect. Okay.
0: I'm wearing, I'm currently wearing my Mexico Jersey. Um, the, the Mexican national team is currently playing in gold cup. Uh, that is a soccer competition with all the North American, and some of like the Caribbean island uh, countries playing against mm. each other. Um, that's exciting. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We, we've won one, we've tied one, and we're playing El Salvador today. Oh, my. Uh, okay, that's know, soccer, yeah? Yeah, this is soccer. There is okay. something I kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, is it sports? You, it is, well, it is about sports, but it also kind of <laughs> has to deal with um, homophobia and LGBTQ, mm and uh, soccer, and specifically the Mexican national team. And I don't think you know anything about this. Why would you? But uh, in Mexico, for the longest time, it's been a tradition, when the opposing goalkeeper in soccer uh, kicks the ball or puts the ball in play, the audience, the whole audience, stadium, will get together and start chanting a
1: uh, a homophobic slur. Right. You've told me this in the past, yeah.
0: Well, I... Mexico and and the FIFA and the Mexican national team and everybody's like, okay like, um, not cool anymore, guys. Like, we can't do that anymore. Uh, And I'm glad they're getting they're getting along. You know, they're starting to get into the 21st century. But Mm -hmm. I would say the majority of the fans are still so caught up in that, quote unquote, tradition, idiots, that what's starting to happen now is the referees and FIFA has told the Mexican organization that if your fans continue to do this, it it will start affecting you. You will you as a team an organization will get fined. And if it happens once, we're pausing the game. If it happens the second time, we're going to stop it again. And if it happens the third time, we're suspending the game and you are forfeiting the game. Which in turn is going to cost them points and possibly a trip to the World Cup.
1: Don't you think that's a little much?
0: why do you think it's a little way
1: so, so people aren't going to change that i know they're, they're not going to stop doing it
0: and it really hurts my it really hurts my heart because being mexican there's so much there's so many beautiful things a part of our culture the art the music the dance the food obviously there's just so much that we can be proud of but on the same token there's so many antiquated machista bullshit homophobic mm. uh, ugly parts of my culture that that people just can't seem to let go um and this is one of those things
1: yeah yeah i mean listen it sucks don't get me wrong but to fine and possibly suspend a team because of how their fans continue to act have have has there been like a public statement or multiple oh, yes multiple so so they're then they're not going to change no i know they're not going to change
0: and And I think the the FIFA's thought behind it is that they are going to uh, that if you love the team so much, you're going to cost them a trip to the World Cup and you're going to continue to cost them games. Mm. I I think it has been, you know, it's it's a little bit on the on the decline, but it's still happening. It's still happening very much. So it's just so sad. Um,
1: I don't know. So you really think that the team shouldn't be affected by it? It's not their fault. That their fans are animals. <laughs> no, really, it's true. Why should they be suspended or fined if they've come out publicly and said, please stop doing this, and then the fans still do it? Well, I mean, because they want
0: they want the act to stop, and they figure the only people that have, or the people that have the best shot of getting this to stop is the team, is the players. I mean, before every game on social media, you see one very popular player from the mexico team coming out and with a very strong accent please don't say words that are <laughs> hurtful to people and we are we are one we are one family and we stay together
1: mm-hmm. um you do a great speedy gonzalez by the way
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you uh, were you watching space jam recently <laughs>
0: oh god we should talk about
1: space jam oh space jam uh, it's okay i haven't watched the sequel yet
0: Oh, okay. Never mind. I haven't yeah. watched the sequel. Uh, apparently, it's it's uh-huh. awful, and people love it. Yep. But anyway, I just thought that was in, I thought it was an interesting <laughs> thing where one kind of all of the culture or all of the our world kind of intersect: homophobia and and soccer and sports and this show where we talk about things like that.
1: I'll I'll, I'll keep you updated as to how it's going. I'm, so t- I'm curious. Yeah, let me know when they're uh, out of the World Cup because of it. I mean,
0: it's 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 not gonna be long if that's mm-hmm.
1: if that's what you're wondering. I wonder if
0: mm-hmm. they're not gonna go just get up to that line right where you have because they get three chances per game if they don't do it twice and then they just don't do it a third time. So when did the fans scream it? So really, it's really whenever they want. Um, but the idea is when the opposing team right if Mexico's playing okay let's say again today is is El Salvador, El Salvador yeah. yeah the El Salvador goalkeeper has the ball and he's going to kick it mm-hmm. into play right? right so halfway across the the pitch right uh as he's getting ready to kick what the audience or what the spectators will do they'll go ooh and as soon as he kicks it then the the offending
1: word is said loud mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Do you do you know the word? I assume it's something that translates to the F word, but so
0: and that's the other. That's another layer of it. Is the a lot of people are saying because the word has uh, a lot of meanings. Yeah, it's not. It's not just. They don't mean it
1: in a nice way when they're doing it. Well,
0: obviously, but it's never. It's never used in a nice way. What I mean is. Um, it's, it, it could be used as whore. It could be mm-hmm. used as fuck. It could be used as a, a multitude of different, <clears throat> um, uh, ways, I guess. But mm-hmm. obviously, obviously it's meant in the one way is the equivalent of the F word, but right. Right. These idiots are trying to be like, no, 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 no. We mean it as like, oh, you're a whore. It's like, no, yeah, sure. fucking, you know, you fucking Shh. don't asshole. Mm-hmm.
1: It's the, it's the p word
0: in Spanish. In case anybody's wondering.
1: Oh, that word. Okay. Yeah, it's gotcha. it's it's pretty. I mean, it's it's
0: used frequently. Um,
1: I'm I sure. mean, I use the p word very very frequently. <laughs> I mean, but, that's not, w- but not when I'm at a soccer game. Right. Right. It, that's a private only. Time a ch- word, only you know. a children's soccer game would Correct. I scream it. Correct. Then and, and then um, you start yelling at the referee. They also yell right. at the
0: referee and whatnot. Lovely. It's so good. It's so great. Uh, okay. I'm wearing, but anyway, I'm wearing my I'm wearing my uh uh jersey that Heather bought for me at a flea market yesterday that is a knockoff, but it looks almost exactly like the real thing. Lovely. Nice. Uh, it's it's black and and I I think it's a reddish color, but Heather says it's pink. I'll t- I'll take a picture and I'll post it on the on the Please Instagram. Please do. Okay. Please do. All right. Um let's X that out. All
1: right. Do you want to talk Emmys? Uh yes you know I t- ha- didn't spend much time looking at the actual list of nominations but yes the, for sure because I the quick things little tidbits I heard I was like oh really yeah uh, okay
0: I think yeah. I think um what I also love about us in this show is that as much as we fucking wreck and destroy award ceremonies
1: we we love we love these lists I love these mm-hmm. lists I love them and I just love watching TV so hmm. this, this was favorite your favorite
0: thing. one right this is I remember. So, listener Samantha had the Oscars, and I have the Super Bowl, and you have the Emmy. This is your favorite yes. one mm-hmm. right, yeah. for, a, for a dramatic series, The Boys, which I haven't watched. Neither have I. Um, God, I swear to God, Variety—they a giant. <laughs> I'm not even being. I'm not even kidding I, you when I say.
1: I, I know what you're gonna say.
0: The entire screen <laughs> just became an ad. I'm not even being facetious. Yeah, the whole
1: get- thing. Yep, then you have to wait for the countdown to click because if you click the X too soon, then now you're going to Banana Republic's <laughs> semi-annual sale.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, the Boys are from Amazon Prime Video, Bridgerton, Netflix, The Crown, Netflix, Handmaid's Tale, Hulu, Lovecraft Country, HBO, Mandalorian, Disney+, Pose, FX, This Is Us, NBC.
1: It's <sighs> a good category. Yeah. Listen, I haven't seen Lovecraft Country. I, I was not. fully intending to, and then HBO canceled it. So, and you know my rule. Mm-hmm. I usually don't start a show that's already been canceled because I'm going to fall in love with it. And then when I run out of episodes, I'm going to be angry. So I usually save my feelings and don't bother starting it. Although I've, I've had a bunch of people tell me that I would love – Lovecraft Country, so maybe I will watch it at some yeah, point. Yeah, give it a shot. Um, and The Boys, I assume I would love. I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it yet.
0: I haven't watched that one either. I I, I think that's the superhero one, right? Yes, and I, I also haven't watched The Mandalorian. Uh, I don't think you'd like The Mandalorian. I love it. You might I, like Grogu. I like I like Star Wars. Yeah, I mean it's tangentially Star Wars. It's not yeah. really Star Wars. It's it's like it's obviously in the same universe, but very very little has to tie in with the actual mm. okay i'll let you know in 2024 it's fine you're not missing anything uh you you want to well you know what I'll, I'll i'll come back to i want you to notice a pattern and i'll come back to it at the end of the lists mm-hmm. okay. uh comedy series blackish cobra kai from netflix emily and wow. Paris netflix Netflix.
1: Uh, cobra the, kai like really love it and Emily in Paris, really? I've never seen Emily in Paris. I hear it's. Neither such... vibe, but I heard it's absolutely terrible and I'll love it. But Yeah, really? that's exactly
0: what I've heard. It's just, it's one of those things you just put on the background and it's garbage. If you mm-hmm. want to watch garbage TV, that's what you watch. I'm
1: ex- so excited to watch it at some point. Hacks, HBO Max, The Can't Flight Attendant, HBO Max,
0: Kaminsky Method, Netflix. I watched the first season and, and uh, I wanted to watch the second season, but I never, you know, went back to it. Yeah, it just wrapped up. I like that show. Yeah, Pen15, Hulu. Love it. And and my personal favorite, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Apple TV.
1: Plus. Which is totally going to take it.
0: I've they've He's been, Jason Sudeikis and that mustache have been destroying every mm-hmm. award ceremony oh, from God. here. I could
1: give you another list of things he <laughs> so can destroy with that mustache.
0: <laughs>
1: Limited series, <laughs> I May Destroy You, HBO. <laughs> Haven't watched it yet, Fully 10 2. Which one I May Destroy You? Which one's that one? I Um, I forgot her at the actress's name, Michaela. Oh gosh. I'm terrible.
0: No,
1: no. um, It's supposed to be a really, really honest portrayal of someone who's bouncing back or trying to bounce back after like sexual assault. Mm -hmm. Um, Michaela Cole. Cool. All right. Um yeah, after being sexually assaulted in a nightclub, Arabella's life changes irreversibly and she's forced to reassess everything including her career, friends and family. It's 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody I've spoken to that's watched it says it's phenomenal. I just I don't have there's not enough hours in the day. So I will get to it at some point though. Okay. Here yeah. we go. Uh, I may destroy you. Mayor of Easttown. Haven't watched yet. Fully intend to. Yep.
0: Not mayor of Easttown, by the way, which is what I kept thinking it was. It's mayor of Easttown. Mm-hmm. HBO.
1: Yes. The Queen's Gambit. Netflix. I loved, loved the it. The Queen's Gambit. Loved the it. Underground Railroad. I'm on Prime Video. Fully intend to watch it. Although I've heard it, not the most bingeable show because it's very, very heavy subject matter. So it, right. they suggest taking breaks in between it, each episode. But fully intend to. Watch that one as well. Yeah. Uh, WandaVision, Disney+. Plus, Loved it. Lead actor
0: in a, drama, in a drama series, Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us, Jonathan Majors, Lovecraft Country, Josh O'Connor, The Crown, Renee, uh, Roger Jean Page from Bridgerton, <laughs> uh, Billy Porter, Pose, and Re- Matthew Reese from Perry Mason. Perry Mason? I, I forgot that they did that. <clears throat> Lead <clears throat> actress in a drama series, Uzo Abduba. The treatment: Olivia Colman, The Crown; Emma Corrin, The Crown; Elizabeth Moss, The Handmaid's Tale; M.J. Rodriguez, Pose; and Journey Smollett, Lovecraft Country. Lead actor in a comedy series: Anthony Anderson, Blackish; Michael Douglas, Cominsky Method; Willie Mitch Macy, Shameless; Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso; and Keenan Thompson for Keenan. Lead actress in a comedy series: A.D. Bryant and Trill, which love I've it. never watched. You'll love it. Yeah. Kaylee Cuoco for the flight attendant. Allison would also really like that. Yeah, Allison Janney, your girl for Mom. I love her. Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish.
1: Jean Smart hacks. I love Jean Smart. I can't wait to watch Hacks. I know it's so up my alley. Yeah, Uh, and the rest of it is is you know whatever. It's a nice nice to see some diversity for a change, huh? No kidding. No kidding.
0: Yeah, there's um. Did you did you notice anything by the way on on all of these everything that I was saying?
1: Um, other than Netflix and HBO Max,
0: That's raping the, the Academy. Entire thing, by the way, is Netflix, HBO Max, Prime Video, yep. Disney Plus, Apple yep. TV Plus. I mean, yep. I think there was one ABC is, and one ABC.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is us for best, Blackish. Best drama, Blackish. Right. Yeah. So two. Yeah, two broadcasts. Unbelievable. God, that, I can remember a time when cable TV was still so new, so they would have to have their own awards, and they were called the Cable Ace Awards. Unbelievable. Because the TV Academy refused to recognize cable as a real thing. Jesus. So it was only the broadcast networks that would compete against one another. Yep. And then I'm, finally they said, oh, okay, you're allowed
0: now. Here we go. The Walt Disney Company grabs the most Emmys Noms this year with 146, according to the Academy's press release, detailing nominations per platform. Includes Mm. ABC with 23, Disney Plus with 71, Freeform with one. Oh, Freeform, right. right. FX with 16, Hulu with 25, Nat Geo for 10, and Viacom CBS with over 54. Yeah. Uh, Mm hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's a separate. Sorry, Viacom CBS claims over 54, and then WarnerMedia has 138. Largely thanks to HBO. Yeah, and Netflix, which is the lo- the only one that's just alone, right. has 129.
1: <sighs> yeah, you notice it with those other ones. Like they own eight companies or eight networks, and that's why their accounts are so high. Hmm. Good hmm. job, Netflix. It's going to okay. change. Don't Damn. worry. You're, you're going to see the pendulum start swinging more.
0: What, to more like network more
1: no, more nominations for the other streaming services as opposed to Netflix just destroying it every year. The, the amount of money that is spent on that content every year is... Billions. Absolutely Especially Netflix, just billions of dollars into content.
0: Uh, which I'm excited, by the way, because the rumor is that they're bringing back The Mole, mm-hmm. uh, the reality TV show from the early 2000s, which, which Anderson Cooper uh, hosted. I, God, I remember that you, uh, you love that, that show. show, and it's the first two seasons are on Netflix. So if you haven't watched the first two seasons, it still holds up. It is a lot of fun. It's just another one of those reality TV shows that is actually pretty smart. I think you know they give you a lot of clues as to who the mole could be. For those right. of you who actually don't know what the show is, it's a group of people trying to win money. At the end of the of uh, the the week, one person gets eliminated. Uh, at the end of the competition whoever is left standing wins all the money that they put into the pot per week. But there's one person who's trying to sabotage the entire operation and stop from money being put into the pot. And that person is the mole and Mm. nobody knows who the mole is. And it's the same person throughout the whole series. And it's chosen by uh, the producers, not even Anderson Cooper knows who it is. Yeah, I
1: remember it. I remember it. it. Well, yeah, and And it's coming back. It's going to be a Netflix original.
0: That's the rumor because there right. was a casting call for something called the insider where they talk right. about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So do you think, um, do you think that the,
1: you can watch the Emmys? Um, I didn't watch it last year or the last one. I sort of had it on in the background. It was just very difficult to watch with everything being digital and with what's happening in LA County right now. I don't know if the Emmys will be in person I, sure. Yes. Sure. I'll watch them. Yep. Maybe. Or I just wait until the next morning and read the the winners and then I go on YouTube and watch the clips of the people that I am
0: happy won. One. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of not sure if it's going to happen, the Olympics are allegedly happening this weekend. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Right. Right. Because I don't – I mean they. let's see how many people – Tokyo Olympics athlete COVID-19 infections rise to three. That's all they've found, I bet you. How many actually have it and haven't been able – like, they just haven't caught them yet? Caught them. (laughs) Like they're doing something wrong.
1: Well, I mean, I wonder how often they're testing. Like, they're testing when before they get there and then after they get there and then probably every day, three times a
0: week? I would – no, I would imagine every day. I would imagine that. Every day that they're there, they're testing because they're trying so hard to keep it as a bubble. I mean, the NBA was able to pull off with the bubble. Right. Um, NFL was able to do a pretty good job, but the the issue is is that you have it's an international competition, so you right. have mm-hmm. people coming from literally everywhere around the world, and you know we're very fortunate here in the United States where. We have access to the vaccine. Go get it, by the way, if you haven't gotten it. Um, we have access to the vaccine, but most other countries don't have it as readily available as we do. Right. So you are you're you have people who are carriers and don't even know it. And it's it's like a little microcosm of what 2020 was, I bet you. Um, but just with, with more testing. So they sure. have yep. they, the, it's a, let's see, it says, Organized reported 10 new cases connected to the Olympics, including media contractors and other personnel. But I think uh, as far as like athletes, it's three. Hmm. Interesting. But on a more positive news, Ralph Lauren announced. <laughs> <laughs> really, uh-huh. I, I just did. I did the I did the COVID Tokyo thing to kind of segue into this, this transition. This the is really priorities. Really, you know what I mean? This is really what I want to talk about. <laughs> I mean, like we all know people are going to have COVID, but this is the most USA fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life and I'm here for it and I want one for every day of the week okay tell me this according to the CBS News Ralph Lauren unveils Team USA uniforms and they come with air conditioned jackets
1: uh huh America.
0: (laughs) Olympians concerned about the oppressive (sighs) heat and humidity of summers in Japan can chill out. Ralph Lauren has a solution for that. The iconic American brand unveiled Team USA's opening ceremony parade uniform on Wednesday, featuring a new wearable technology called (laughs) RL Cooling. The team's jackets are designed with a self-regulating temperature cooling device, basically a personal air conditioner to wear during what is expected to be one of the hottest ever games.
1: Only America would have a designer that creates clothing with central air conditioning built in.
0: I I'm here for it. It's get me
1: get me an outfit tomorrow.
0: So over the moon, and you know, you know that that guy from Tongva and whatever is going to be without a shirt again, all oiled up, waving his sure. flag. I'm ha- I'm here for it. The not yet announced flag bearers will wear a unique white denim jacket equipped with a cooling technology during the Olympic and Paralympic opening ceremonies, which will feature few athletes and. No fans as Japan continues to battle in the pandemic. Well,
1: obviously it's going to be hot. There are no fans in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thank goodness he's making the denim jackets white for the Summer Olympics and not the winter. Because after Labor Day, you can't. <laughs> I I think um,
0: that's probably true. I, I have a few questions about this jacket, as most people know. I
1: don't plan on ever buying a white denim jacket.
0: I, I'm looking at, I think, Ralph Lauren wearing this, and it looks good with a pair of like nice jeans, nice tight jeans around the tushy, and uh, you wear a, what, a nice white jacket that has the United States Olympic team with the five Olympic rings and the flag. Looks great. Okay, let me look. All, All right. Time. And it has like a giant circle on the top, which is essentially what would be the air conditioning. My question is how does it work? Is it, do you have to, <laughs> are there buttons on the front of it where you press it? And then all of a sudden you hear beep, beep, beep.
1: Can you say it to eco? I would imagine you don't hear it. Oh, that is a nice jacket. Yeah. It's very classy. That is a nice jacket. Hmm. I wonder if them. you, if you, it's better. it is battery powered. Okay. The
0: battery powered device is placed on the back of the jacket, blasting the wearer's neck with cold air in a similar way to how computers are kept cool.
1: But is there a way to shut it off once someone's pushed the button in the back, or do you have to take the jacket off to turn it off? And by then, is it just blowing so strongly in your face right. that you can't see where the button is? And then you've ruined the opening ceremony because you've now dropped the jacket. Someone tripped over it because the unit is too heavy. Right. And now everything is. Is a mess,
0: right? The flag bearer trips all over the jacket, and because the jacket has some sort of electricity, it sparks and catches fire, and it accidentally catches the torch.
1: The the torch sets the 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 other the remaining jackets and the flags on fire. Then it's a it's a whole deal. Now you're burning the flag, and And then you're in Japan. I mean, and then the Olympics are done. Yeah, it's canceled. I'm sorry, folks. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ralph Lauren ruined the summer Olympics. Can you imagine imagine mm-hmm. if the
0: the Olympics get canceled this week and we we predicted it?
1: I I don't think they would cancel them again. I Here's think they're the, gonna do everything in their power to make sure it, it how long does the, the Olympics last? <sighs> it's two weeks? No, I think it's a little longer than
0: two weeks. I think it's like three and a half. Oh.
1: But I I also was
0: I, I didn't read the article, but there was an article that was talking about how should we should we just stop with the Olympics. They said it was a 19th century, I don't know, event gliding in the 21st century. And and because of the amount of just sheer money and corruption that, that is part of it. And wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, there's corruption in the Olympics.
0: Yeah. God, God, can you believe it? And, uh, the human rights violations, because when all of these, I'm sure most people know this, but whenever a, a city is named to host the Olympics, then Tons and tons and tons of work has to go into that city to clean it up to make sure it's it, tip top shape. A lot mm-hmm. of times, transportation has to be built so that people who are coming to visit can get to and from the the Olympic city or the the venues. Right, right. Um, just hotels, actual venues are were built. I mean, I remember the the Brazil one was unbelievable because they didn't think they were going to finish any of the venues in time. That's
1: right. Right. People right. were
0: dying. I mean, like this shit is. Legit, and and the, and the the politicians don't care because it's just money for them. So they say, okay, work work around the clock. I don't give a shit about overtime. I don't give a shit about you seeing your family. Just, right, Finish get it done. the venue, and then and then these venues. Two two things. One, the uh, the venues are crappily built because people are exhausted and no and you it's know, rushed like, for sure. Yeah. and yeah. then two, as soon as the Olympics are over, mm-hmm. they're left to rot. A lot of these places are just left to rot. You see. The, like so many of them are overgrown. And- I would
1: love a docuseries, by the way. I said it years ago because I've been uh, – I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I get a little excited about that because there's been articles over the past 20 years, right, that show you what happens to the Olympic villages after said Olympics. And it you're right. It's scary. It's like almost like an abandoned theme park. Yeah. And I would love a docuseries that goes from, like, locations to locations to show you what they look like now. Maybe, like, a developer goes in and starts to tries to zhuzh it up. I don't know. I would love that. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: this all all because the Olympic uh, U.S. team had to have air conditioning on their jackets. So. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I can't wait. I mean, I'm going to be watching. I can't wait. The, Olymp- the
1: opening I'll, ceremony. The opening ceremony, I'll totally watch. The competition, I could really... Not care less. less. I could not care less. Yeah. Did you know? Do you
0: know what the the mo- I think we talked about it. But the modern pentathlon is the strangest. It's the strangest Olympic uh, um, sport, or or uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: I mean, yeah, it's event. That's it. They work. Event, the event. Yeah. Okay. Do you so, know? What, do you know what's in yes, it? Yes, I think I do. Yes. So there's five different things that you have to do. Right. right. So one is um, eat. Ten hot dogs in two minutes. <laughs> the next one is drink five Diet Pepsi's within ten minutes. This right. is while you're still full. From you have to go one into the next, the next, the next. Right, right, right. right. Then I think there's something about pork rinds in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's one about chugging beer, or no, it's there's like a beer pong element, and then it's sponsored by Coors, but not Coors Light. So it's like the Golds. Cores, you have to drink. I think a twelve pack of that. This is all within. It's all within like a like a two hour period, right? And I think the fifth one, you have to spin around on a bat. Oh, put your head on a bat and then spin. Okay, so that one I'll probably watch. Right, yeah, that that's the pentathlon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. America takes the gold for that one every single time. <laughs> <laughs> got, got it. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. So yeah, we're on the same page for
0: sure. No, you, you're <laughs> joking. But the actual <laughs> events by the of the modern pentathlon are are just as far fetched as as the rest of it. Okay. I actually,
1: I actually do know what it is. I was just being that's an right. asshole. Um, shooting. Uh huh. Uh, swimming. Yes uh uh cross country running yes that type of running yes Ooh, so the the sword stuff um fencing. Uh, fencing and oh what's the last one that's four i'm right? gonna
0: take myself
1: to the oh uh, yeah right horse horseback riding i <laughs> love that you got that from my song <laughs> <laughs> I got the morning and I, well, I don't know the words still 3 years later. Uh, I, that that's the modern pentathlon.
0: Yeah, I, I I had learned about this maybe about a year ago and I, w- I made an incredible deep dive on the modern pentathlon because it's the most ridiculous thing that, that you mm-hmm. that this is what we have to do and <laughs> and you know and by the way the shooting is with laser guns now which is super right. cool.
1: I love it. Uh, I, I say right like I knew that, but I had no idea until you just mentioned it. So, but that's great that they took the ammo out of it. So
0: the laser run is a combination of running and shooting events so that each competitor ran three 1,000 meter laps, each preceded by hitting five targets with a pistol. In each hmm. of the four rounds of firing, athletes have to successfully shoot five targets, loading the laser gun after each shot. They resume running once they have five successful hits or once the maximum shooting time of 50
1: seconds has expired. That sounds terrible. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. Can't I hope wait. it's airing on like a Saturday night so I could be drinking vodka while I'm watching.
0: I wonder what it's going to be on. I mean, it used to be on NBC. What are they? Uh, the uh, sports, but I think they got away. With, they got. They got. I think of a lot. Thing? They're
1: pushing uh, as much to Peacock as they can.
0: Oh, that's smart.
1: And you know they're going to put the popular ones in primetime but yeah, like oh, live on peacock i mean they have to have it on nbc too because you you can't broadcast television is going to die anyway but they're they don't they can't rush it any more than they currently are so there will still be stuff on nbc of course but they're going to push as much to peacock i would imagine because nbc I, sports network doesn't exist anymore
0: no they don't yeah that's what i'm saying yeah um, i wonder if you have to have a plus like account for the
1: they're probably God. hoping that you come in for free, right, for mm-hmm. some stuff, mm-hmm. see a movie or a TV show, and go, eh, I'll pay the $5 right now, and then forget to cancel it. I mean, I got to cancel my my Apple TV Plus this week. I have a log, a new login for you, by the way. I oh, going to so give it much. to you. Um,
0: I was – I mean, how else am I going to watch my uh, – uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, Ted Lasso.
1: God, he's so cute. I love him so much. All righty.
0: Mm. Um, okay. Brit-Brit, do you want to talk about how what the hell's going on with her? you want to have a um, brit update?
1: Uh, so she is going to be allowed to hire her own lawyer, which is great. But she has also been very vocal the last couple nights on, she
0: really on
1: Instagram, especially. She's not happy. Okay? She's just not happy, nor should she be. And uh, yeah. I shared her post: as, "Take me as I am, or kiss my ass, eat shit, and step on Legos." Words of wisdom from one Miss Britney Spears, but she is not happy with her father. Can, as, can I pause you for a second? No. How, okay. Now, how of many? Course, how many people do you think are going to get that tattooed on them because Britney put it on Instagram? Well, she has 1.7 million likes on the post. Probably, there's probably going to be a few, maybe five or six. Yeah, she only has 32 million followers on is that Instagram. All? Yeah. I mean, she's just right above us, barely. Just a, a skosh above. Yep, just a, uh, just at, a drop. I swear we're not a couple. Oh, Paris Hilton commented, yes, live your life beautiful. You deserve <laughs> your happiness. Oh, okay. Well, you know shit's getting real when Paris Hilton gets involved. I mean, she talk about gone through the shit. I'm surprised she didn't have a conservatorship. Why? She, she knew what she was doing. She was pretending the whole time. It's not like Lindsay... Loanne. I, by the way, I watched a movie with her this morning when I woke up at six because God hates me and won't let me sleep in on the weekends. Yep. She looked great in 2007.
0: In 2007, she looked wonderful. And then, ugh, yeah, then
1: she was then the wheels dating wheels that off. person. Yeah. Anyway, let's all keep our uh, good thoughts in our head for Brittany. Br- Brittany. But she's not happy with her family at all. And she's calling out her dad and her sister and everyone else. And I'm here for it. Let's I love tell it. the truth. Tell the truth. Love Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Yeah. All right, this is uh, this is a story I wanted
0: to talk about, talk about just strange. I saw this and I thought, you know, this is a pretty good, uh, I swear we're not a couple. Uh, we need to get Samantha, our main correspondent on this. Uh, <laughs> should we need to send her to Minnesota? Oh, what happened in Minnesota? <sighs> so the title of this article says, Stop tossing your pet goldfish in lakes, official warn. They grow bigger than you think. Goldfish. Really? All right. So there's a city in Minnesota that wants residents to give their pet goldfish to a responsible friend instead of throwing it in the waterway. city of Burnsville tweeted that it recently found large groups of goldfish at Keller Lake and suspected the residents could be the cause. Hmm. So I, I thought this was just a myth or legend, but I didn't know. I, I didn't know it to be true. Goldfish grow to whatever their environment is. So if you have a goldfish in a small mm-hmm. you know, bowl, they're going to be a small goldfish. If you throw a goldfish into the waterway and it ends up living in a pond or a lake, it ends up becoming the size of, oh, I don't know, a,
1: a basketball. I mean, this fucker is huge. And it's just not just one. It's a bunch of them. Right. So here's my main question. How come the goldfish lived so long <laughs> in the lake, but when you bring them home, they die in six hours? Right. 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 I mean... What's what's in that lake? What is
0: in that lake? I think that's why the the municipal government of the city of Burnsville doesn't want them to be put in the lake because they're giving away that 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 lake has something special. It sounds like fucking Teenage
1: Mutant Ninja Turtles shit right here. There's some ooze somewhere.
0: I absolutely love it. Apparently... They think they, so it says they grow bigger than you think and contribute to poor water quality by mucking up the bottom sediments mm-hmm. and uprooting plants. They're an invasive species. It turns out I had no idea that a little goldfish, goldfish <laughs> I, <laughs> Uh-huh. Would fuck up your shit.
1: I, I'm still a little flabbergasted as to how they don't survive the car ride home from Petco, but <laughs> people not only had them survive on the drive to Burnsville, Crickety Creek, whatever it's called, and they're growing big enough, which means they've lived for at least three days. Of but do they remember where they are? Because I don't, you know, I the don't memory, think they do. I think they just—they don't remember around. the car ride over. Wow. No.
0: that's
1: uh, that's a blessing and a curse.
0: The the gentleman who who they interviewed uh, says they are a tough species. Oh, they're a tough species, eh? <laughs> they uh, they can survive under ice with low <laughs> oxygen and unclear water. Same. Oh my God. So yeah, if we can get Samantha out there and, and she could, oh, so I'm, I'm just envisioning Samantha with her beautiful mink stole, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And then she's a little bit like Cruella DeVille where she's trying (laughs) to get 101 goldfish and she's going to skin them, but she's going to create this gorgeous purse Mm. out of the scales of the goldfish. And I would love that, yeah. Cowboy boots out of out
1: of the goldfish scales, instead of snakeskin. Right, goldfish. genius, genius. I, I let's check in with her this week and see if she'll be up for it. I'm I sure she'll it. text us. Yeah, I'm sure she
0: She would absolutely love wow. it. Now we need to we need something for her to put on her head.
1: Um, I one of the nice Hasidic men on my parents' <laughs> street. I can borrow their fur hat. <laughs> I think uh, I think this is an excellent excellent. So we have our cor-
0: our mink and goldfish correspondent Samantha. I love it. All right. Um, Adam and I started to, were talking Friday night because we had nothing better to do. and uh, we were we were watching a lot of music videos and mm-hmm. I came up with the thought of what if we unveiled and talked about our favorite songs from 90s movies soundtracks? And so Adam put together a list and I put together a list and I haven't looked at his list and he doesn't know what's on my list because I fucking love the nineties and I love movies and I love soundtracks. So this is a perfect, perfect, uh, topic for us to talk about. Agreed. And I, I tried, I tried to limit it to five. I wasn't able, I mean, I'm, I'm way over five. Uh, and I know Adam is over as well.
1: Yeah. I I stopped at 10, but I can give you top five. Nah, fuck it. Let's just do it. I mean, we've got, we've got. 20 minutes
0: if you if you don't want to listen to this part tune out otherwise you're about to this hear this is some a good movie. one
1: I, I hear from a lot of you guys listeners that you like the music talk a lot and you like learning our lists and blah 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 blah. so that's why we're doing
0: it. maybe what we can do is we can start making these lists available up on instagram
1: for sure yeah yeah we can do that all right here we go so this is adam a So I love that song. I'm going to be listening to that on my drive home later. Very as we,
0: excited, as we typically do
1: uh, mm-hmm. in our
0: with our playlists. Adam gets to go first, so let me find Adam's playlist. Here we
1: go. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> are you sh- are you surprised?
0: No, I'm not surprised. All right, the first one is from a motion picture movie called With Honors. Adam, do you want to
1: describe it? I don't. I've never actually seen it. <laughs> I've just seen the music video, so I. Kind of. No, Joe Pesci plays a um Keep going. homeless Keep going. person, and he is befriended by a group of friends that are in college, and then happiness happens, I would imagine, and Madonna looks smoking in the video. We so this is this a song
0: called I'll Remember by Madonna. Right. Yeah.
1: Number two. Poor oh, thing. Oh, number two? Yeah. I'm sure she'll live. Is this around the uh, Frozen era? No, this is 1994. So it was right before? Uh, about four years before.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she...
1: Great. This is before, like, Take a Bow and Bedtime Stories. This is after the Erotica debacle, and this was her
0: Hey, Come I'm back. nice again. Yeah, I'm nice. Yeah,
1: not bad. Good, good.
0: Yeah. By the way, I just noticed that uh, a lot of these... I, I didn't put a lot of these on my list, but yeah. I did put a couple. I mean, these, they're, 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 they're so big. You have before, to, before we really launch into this. Um, I, I didn't specify to Adam, but I, I noticed that he didn't do it and I didn't do it either. I stayed away purposefully from Disney songs because that is going to be a whole nother category on another day. I really want to do. I just, did, Oh, I, I did. Wait, did I not stay away from n- Disney? You did stay away from Disney. Oh, I did. Okay, good. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I want to stay away from Disney on this because obviously sure. they, Disney just, fucked everybody up in the nineties as far as soundtracks go, but correct, stay away from that. And we've talked about a lot of these songs on our other list. So I mm-hmm. didn't put any of the songs that I, that I wanted to on a previous list. So for example, like some of the Pulp Fiction ones I stayed away from, right. um, yeah. uh, the, the bodyguard, what is it? Whitney
1: Houston? Um, I know you have one on here, but the, the main one, what is it? Uh, yeah. I that I feel. Was, Yeah. Yeah. No. I think maybe only one, but we don't even have to talk about it was on uh, my list of favorite cover songs and if not it should have been
0: okay that's and right. i can't
1: remember yeah
0: i mean the 90s were such an incredible time for for music and soundtracks it was so uh, i mean i know the 80s was as well but maybe i just feel it more in the 90s because i was alive
1: and no remember it more. definitely more not well i guess more prevalent although the 80s soundtracks were yeah that's what i'm i mean like rock and, and roll too but the 90s it was so different because music changed so much from 1990 to 1999
0: right so we're not saying that these are our favorite songs but these are songs that we absolutely that we like or we thought were important in the 90s soundtracks um and and you can't you can't say 90s soundtrack without without thinking of this next song i i was this close (laughs) i was this close to starting the actually i was (laughs) going to start the the episode with this song until adam came up with ooh ah by gina g i was seven when i first watched this movie um, I saw it in theaters with my parents and my mom covered my eyes when Kate Winslet stripped down mm.
1: my parents didn't do that to me we no. saw it Christmas Day 1997 <laughs> after having Chinese food of I was course. 13 all three hours of it
0: I just oh, remember it so what good. If, let me see how old were you when you were in this came out in 97 13 okay what a traumatizing movie for a seven-year-old to go watch. I mean, how irresponsible of my parents
1: to take <laughs> I, me to go. I don't know if I would have taken a seven-year-old to see Titanic.
0: <sighs> I mean, my mom wanted to watch it. And then my dad's like, fine, we're all going. Uh, but terrifying. I'm like, I don't want to die in a boat. <laughs> now, how many cruise ships have
1: you been on, Roger? I've never been on one ship. <laughs> this, is, this is why.
0: <laughs> it's You know, obviously, there's no danger of me ever – you know, I'm not going to accidentally wind up on a cruise ship uh, across the Atlantic and hit an iceberg, but... I don't know. You can end up on
1: Titanic 2.0 that's sailing next year.
0: There you go. I'm, I accidentally somehow end up with tickets,
1: um, yeah. obviously. Actually, my... we talked about this. We don't have to worry about icebergs because they're all gone. They've melted oh, away. Oh, my so, so, it's fine.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, climate change. All right. Uh, Celine Dion, my heart will go on. All right. Next. Yes. I think this one there was a is a Geico commercial I think with the song now. Yes, uh, yep. the, the guy's crying. This is Lisa Loeb uh,
1: and Nine Stories. What movie is this? This uh, is from Reality, Reality Bites. Bites.
0: Right. Yep. You say
1: she was the first artist to have a number one single in the U.S. At, while not being uh, signed to a record label. Wow. And Ben Stiller, who I think wrote and directed yes. Reality Fights and was also in it, just loved Lisa Loeb, so he made sure it had a big spot in the movie. I love this movie. One of my favorite 90s movies.
0: Can me ask you a question? Sure. Do I love
1: female singers? Yes. Oh, yeah, no shit.
0: Um, Ben Stiller, hot or not? Um, Hot. I agree. And I would say has gotten better looking with age. He's become a little bit of a silver fox.
1: I, mm, and he's ripped. Oh, he's in incredible shape. Yeah. Uh, needs, yeah, definitely hot. Yep.
0: He, he needs to lay off the the Botox a little bit. The filler, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. starting to go. All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, Reality Bites. Now, this next song, I, yeah. I will say, maybe would have topped my list. It, it is on my list. It is, I can't think of the 90s soundtracks without thinking of this song. And I think everybody would
1: agree. Yeah, I love this song when it came out. I never have to hear it again. I my brother had the the Batman uh
0: Batman Forever, Forever. soundtrack. Yeah, with U2 on it. I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times I've heard this song and I still fucking love It's a great
1: it. song. That's why I put it on there. It's a great song. I just I think I heard it 1 million times in 1995 And I don't I just don't have to hear it again Was it 95?
0: Yeah You God And you know what Here's the thing about the song Every time I hear it I feel like I can sing it And really all I'm hearing Is Seal in my head But I think I sound like Seal You do Just
1: like him It's Love
0: uh, Yeah Yeah and did you know that when it my
1: you really head? bounced back from that that fire incident? Oh my good god, you. Adam, you're such an asshole. <laughs> well, he did, and he was married to Heidi Klum. He's fine.
0: Yeah, he's fine. Apparently, he's an incredible singer. Uh, Heather did a show where he was. I think he did like jazz classics, and she came home that night, and she's like, "He is fucking great," and that's something that people don't realize we as, as the general public consume media and music, we're so jaded, I would say, because we expect professional musicians to be good. But when you, when you are standing in front of somebody who can sing and can perform and is a professional, it is so refreshing and so wonderful to actually see somebody who is a master At their craft, and you—you don't realize how many people are actually amazing, but just don't get any. You know who who the fuck is like? Oh yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure,
1: yeah. Seal's not on everybody's lips because he's still a pop singer. That's you know, he's a pop singer with a great voice and and a talent, but he's still a pop singer.
0: Did you know um, that when it snows? (laughs) Um. All right, next one. uh, We—I just saw this movie recently for the first time. Did song, you like it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. It's That Thing You Do by The Wonders. I
1: love this movie.
0: You know, I will say they play this song maybe about a million times in the uh, yeah. in the actual movie.
1: Yep. The whole point, like you have one, you, that was their one big hit.
0: Yeah. Um, he is, he's an, an adorable singer. What's the guy, the main guy, the drummer and the guy from I'm Sorry
1: yes i know an I, american I werewolf th- in London. i can't think of his name yeah adorable all right uh, i love that I, song i love that movie too i need to rewatch it great great movie um i that
0: one almost ended up on my list too mm. this from the bodyguard <sighs> one of my, my favorite song whitney songs whitney houston i have nothing i have nothing Shh, do you think do, would you would you say you like the song better than um oh yes my God, whatever the other song is yep I kind of have to agree with you
1: Be, Well, here's the the truth of the matter I will always stuff he was number one For what, 14, 15, 16 weeks or something back then So you couldn't go three seconds You think it's bad now when you hear the same songs <laughs> yeah. Over and over again on yeah. Top 40 Even on adult contemporary stations You couldn't go three minutes without hearing it So yes, phenomenal, fantastic Deserved everything But I like the songs from the soundtrack That weren't played right. 9,000 times a day and this one, not a number one for her. I uh, Arguably better.
0: Of the, totally. The, just like the, the way the percussion hits and mm-hmm. then just drops. I, really, I, need to look.
1: I really have um, to watch this movie again.
0: I've never seen it.
1: You've never seen The Bodyguard? Still I don't know if you like it. it. Yeah, I don't know I'm if you'd like it. Roll.
0: All right, uh, Cradle um, of Love? What the fuck Evan is Kevin
1: Costner, also a fox.
0: Yes, he is. Um, tell me about Cradle of Love by Billy. Cradle
1: oh. of Love is from a ridiculous Andrew Dice Clay movie called The Adventures of Ford Fairline from 1990.
0: I've never heard of this song, but this is exactly what I was hoping you would pull out some sort of obscure 80s. 1990. 1990 I suppose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never heard this, but you can hear his lip curl.
1: Yep, Peaked at number two. Yeah. Good song. Another number two behind Mariah Carey.
0: So other than Kiss from a Rose, God, the the adult contemporary charts in the 90s was... Oh, God, I love them. That's why I love the throwback stations now. Fucking fire. Because this song, I will say, this is another one of the songs other than Kiss from a Rose where I think of 90s soundtracks and it just
1: destroyed and this one also number one forever and ever but <sighs> they don't play it so much now they no. still play Whitney Houston and again rightfully so but you just don't hear this often and anymore. it's from
0: the uh, Robin Hood uh, soundtrack with Kevin Costner correct? Yes. and Sean Connery Look into my... maybe, maybe. <laughs>
1: who cares so, I watched the movie a ton as a kid, and Sam and I, listeners, Sam and I tried to watch it a few years ago, and we made it about 20 minutes through, <laughs> and she looks at goes, why don't we just watch Robin Hood Men in Tights I think, <laughs> like,
0: I think the memory on that one is probably better than the reality and what you uh-huh. really want to watch is just Men in Tights
1: for sure I was like oh I can't do this I can't and I watched it so often but Men in Tights is so much better for
0: sure alright let's listen a little bit more obviously if you you've all heard the song but his voice and he is so Ryan big. Adams. I fucking love him I didn't think I loved him so much but I love him listen to that gravel don't tell me it's not god it's so good all right this next song i'm i'm gonna introduce it for you is from a fairly obscure movie i think a fairly obscure movie called benny and june Mm -hmm. with one of the arquette sisters right
1: uh who plays doesn't matter it's johnny depp
0: Yeah, yeah, johnny depp and
1: arquette i think yeah i i listen i've seen this movie once and it was a long long time ago
0: it was super cute aiden quinn is in it um who is it? No, I guess it's not. It's it's uh, Mary Stewart. M- oh, Mary Stewart Masterson. Masterson. Right, Excuse right. Me.
1: I can see how you could uh, would confuse her for an arcade, for sure. Right. She
0: really, she's she's the. I know she's the one of the title characters, but it's not June and Benny. It's Benny and June. the the re, The reality of it is is the reason this movie was so popular was because Johnny Depp was being an adorable. Right. I don't know, fucking twee
1: manic pixie fucking special snowflake strange strange movie i remember i remember watching it i don't nothing really stuck with me other than the song
0: right and the song is uh, i'm gonna be 500 miles by the proclaimers right. which is another one where they played a bajillion times when
1: technically an talk, 80s single but well, then it was re-released after it was in the movie I so good on them yeah I'll, I'll i'll let it slide yeah, I know
0: I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be you ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh damn <laughs> me. Are they twins by the way? The proclaimers? I have no idea. Let's do a deep dive on the proclaimers one of these days and just Let's me. Yeah, let's do it. Let's see what they what they're all about. Here we go. Okay. And I would walk, walk 5. Hundred hundred miles, miles and i hour. would walk 5. Keep going. 100 miles.
1: Just to I don't know the words. The words. They're from Edinburgh. Char- Craig and Charlie Reed, twin brothers. There you go. They're from Scotland. The man who walked Sound like the dad from Brave. <laughs>
0: That's my... Uh, thank you so much. You're welcome. By the way, go watch Benny and June. What a great, cute movie. But uh, yeah, I can't watch that again. He uh, Johnny Depp pretty much just does his... It's an homage... Homage to Buster Keaton and, no, and Charlie Chaplin and, and whatnot. Cute movie. And I think, I don't know if this is apocryphal or not, but I think Captain Crunch, Peanut Butter Captain <laughs> Crunch, what <laughs> uh-huh. came as a result of this movie. Really? Mm. Again, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I think so. Because in the very beginning of the movie, June makes a peanut butter Captain Crunch smoothie mm. and I wouldn't be surprised if General Mills was watching that and going it's sold gimme hmm oh she's schizophrenic that's right
1: yeah I gotta watch it
0: yeah I'll go watch we'll, it tonight I'll see we'll, if it's we'll streaming somewhere
1: okay and then okay. is that
0: your last song oh no you have one oh, fuck you so much <sighs> what movie is this from
1: this is from a movie called Sliver which I also haven't seen in years and I remember really wow. enjoying I watch it again. God, I love UB40. You know I do. I fucking hate UB40. So much better than the Elvis song. <sighs> Wait for the 90s percussion to come in. <laughs> Stupid fucking song. Love it. Did you put that one on there just to piss me off? Um, kind of, but I do love that song. And I actually forgot that it was from a movie. So it's so
0: interesting to see. Uh, I'm looking at my list now. Uh, that's the end of Adam's list. And yes. how there are intersections where you and I are right on the same page. But, <laughs> but I mean, boy, oh, boy, we're, we're listening to a lot of these songs. It was such a completely different because I, I grew up with my brother. Right. So I was born in 89. So 90 through 99, I was one and nine years old, right? So I was young, but I didn't start getting into the 90 stuff until a little bit later. But, uh, my brother would play a lot of 90s music cause he's nine years older than I am. So a lot of my influence comes from my brother and a lot of his soundtracks. Now my brother went through a little bit of an emo phase and, yeah. uh, um, I think most people did. And so a lot of that music, those soundtracks kind of trickled down. Uh, and I think you're all going to see that. <laughs> He will put on full display
1: right here. I'm very excited to hear your list.
0: Yeah, so this is a, Adam's a bit of a disadvantage because he doesn't see my list. I see his list, but he has no idea. So I this, like to be surprised. I know you do. This next song, this first song from my list, um, is from a guy named Elliot Smith, and the movie won an Oscar for best screenplay. It's Miss Misery. Uh, it's uh, from Goodwill Hunting. With some help. Another Just movie I should rewatch. God damn! If you want to cry, Send The poison email, bro. The yeah, right. Poor Elliot Smith. I mean, that guy had a rough go at it. He ended up com- completing suicide. And uh, Jesus Christ! But God, but damn. Of,
1: you couldn't fucking start your list with something a little more upbeat.
0: It's an amazing song, Adam.
1: Yeah, it's great. I do right. like it.
0: I do. Yeah. Next one is, is "Kiss from a Rose," right? Ba-da-da-da. And then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> In the the 90s, there was a big, like, sort of um, secret agent slash (laughs) almost, like, I don't know, superhero-y revival, right? And Mm -hmm, Val Kilmer was huge, right? Val Kilmer really hit a stride in the 90s when he did The Doors
1: and he did— so hot back then, man.
0: He he really, really was, right? tombstone as Doc Holliday. Even in Willow. mm. He was in a movie called The Saint— which right. is not well regarded, uh, or remembered,
1: but talk about I certainly it. forgot about it until you just said it.
0: An incredibly cheesy movie from 1997 where it was one of the, it was probably released during the summer. And when it, no, I it was, uh, April, but it was one of those probably bigger blockbuster ones, right, that that they just churned out over and over and over again, and they put right. a big soundtrack behind it. Well, uh, they had the, that song, sorry, that soundtrack had a song called Six Underground by Sneaker Pimps, which is a very 90s song. Uh, which you could hear on K-Rock and any other, other radio station, but had a huge part in this movie. Take me down i don't
1: think they ever did anything else sneaker i definitely forgot about this song and i really enjoy the song so good right thank you for reminding me about it you're welcome by the way the movie the saint
0: is awful. It's one it's another one of those movies where <laughs> I it even up about with it. I don't even remember. So I it's, really don't. The Saint is based off of the TV show from I think it was like the 50s or 60s, maybe not that old, but an old TV show with Roger Moore. And uh he's uh, an agent, a spy, he's not even he's whatever mercenary that adopts different saints names and he goes on missions and he helps people. Uh the movie is essentially the same thing. Um Val Kilmer is a man for hire, gun for hire, and he takes on different personas from different saints. um, And his acting chops are put on full display there. Hmm. Uh, And he, Elizabeth Shue was in it fucking randomly. She plays the ingenue. And uh, it's a travel, it's traveling through Europe. I guess really Russia. (laughs) (laughs) It's an action movie. Next. It's an action (laughs) movie. No, only me. (laughs) Anybody, if you like the saint, please send me a message. It's not Uh good.
1: It does not hold up well. It sounds great, but look,
0: if if it's probably akin to whatever you're. Who's that girl, right? You
1: love who's that girl? Okay, all right, fair enough. Then I I will not make fun. I love, but you're really selling it. Oh,
0: and I I, it's I can't I objectively I cannot defend it because it is not good. All right, um, talk about emo in also in the 90s there was a huge movie called the crow which with brandon Mm -hmm. lee i'm sure if you all remember that brandon lee unfortunately died on the second uh second on the sequel of that movie there was an accident on set but the first uh movie created this soundtrack with just all dark and hard rock and maybe even just a touch of rap but there's a, a band called stone temple pilot which is one of my favorite band and the song big empty was featured on that album Talk about
1: emo. Good choices,
0: by the way. Thanks. I mean, I'm in my wheelhouse, by the way. 90s soundtrack with, mm-hmm. with some like alternative and emo rock. Sign me up. Mm. In my car. Yeah, Scott White. Wy- this is probably one of their better songs. This is one of those songs... I like that I song. Thank you. Um, this is one of... Like, I made it. <laughs> this is one of those songs where you remember back in the day where... You would look through people's iPods and you'd go, Oh, mm. you have you have one of it. The- right. Uh-huh. Well, this song. It's fun. like this song and creep people would always have on their iPods. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to talk about like big 90s? Brian Adams. I know that Kenny Loggins was Mr. Soundtrack for the 80s. Fucking Brian Adams was Mr. Soundtrack for the nineties. I didn't think I thought you were going to put this on there, but obviously he had um, everything I do, I do for you from the Robin Hood soundtrack. Well, I think a few years before that, there's a movie called the three musketeers with,
1: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't add it because I knew you would. Um, uh, Cause you love this song. He for Sutherland uh, is in the movie. Oliver Platt
0: is in the movie. Um, Charlie, what's his name? Druggie winning. What's his oh,
1: name? oh uh, Charlie Sheen.
0: Sheen was in it. And Chris O'Donnell, who played, I think he played D'Artagnan. Yeah, this movie called "All" for, so the song called "All for Love" by Brian Adams, Sting, and Rod Stewart. <laughs> Talk about a '90s bingo card. Talk about 1993.
1: Love,
0: you me. Love me. Me. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Where did Brian Adams
1: go? Canada, eh? Is he just chilling up in Canada right now? I think so. I mean, he tours a lot. Does he really? Yeah. He's still very big in Canada and around the world. Not a bad looking guy. Uh, mm, Sure. not great, but not bad. Great ass. He had a great ass in the 80s. (laughs) I'll I'll make a note of it. All right. And then everything I do, I do it for you. All right.
0: I'm surprised you didn't bring this up, mostly because... I don't know. It's it was. I feel like it was a movie that you probably loved. Baz Luhrmann's rendition of Romeo and Juliet spawned a soundtrack. Neither have I. But the soundtrack soundtrack again is one of those one that's emblazoned in my head with Leonardo DiCaprio mm -mm. um, shirt not shirtless but open shirt, Mm -hmm. arms wide open, uh, and a gun in one hand, and just yelling at
1: the camera. The most '90s thing you could think of in front of the the fish tank. Yeah. That um, should not be fl- added to the the creek in Burnstown, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Correct. Correct. Thank um, you. Yes, I've never seen this movie. The reason, two reasons, why I didn't add this song to my list: one, I knew you would add it, and two, if I never hear it after you push play in about three seconds, it'll be too soon. Your eyes were so blue in the video. Yeah, right? they're, they're in like the, the genie bottle floating in the water. Love it. Yeah, this, this song
0: was fucking everywhere in 1997. Do you know what makes me
1: sad? A lot? A lot, but more, more in line with what we're talking about right now. There's a time now where when I think of a song, I don't automatically think of the music video. Because I don't oh, watch music videos anymore. It's a, good, it's a good, it's a good one. But when I hear a song, I see the movie it came from, wow. or the video it came from, or the video that was made to support it, and it doesn't. Maybe it's because I'm old, so I I, I don't seek out music videos anymore. But I don't. Kids don't talk about music videos like they did back in the day. don't no, they, they, they just, don't air anywhere, and no. you're not gonna. Oh, let me run to YouTube to watch it, but they just it makes talk me about sad. TikTok. Makes me very sad.
0: You want to know what something else that made that should make you very sad? So I was watching uh, before I called you on Friday night, I was watching Beat Shazam, and this Mm -hmm. song came on there and I beat everybody that was on Beat Shazam. And I thought to myself you were
1: given an opportunity to go on the show. I thought to myself, and
0: that's what I that's what I I I thought about, and I said, oh fuck, maybe I should go on Beat Shazam. I would
1: fucking kill it on this show. Mm
0: -hmm. I'd be making A ton of money. Mm
1: -hmm. Still don't know why you didn't do it. Idiot. I don't know. Idiot.
0: Uh, And then I called Adam and then we had a chat. But this next song is the song that pretty much spawned this segment because we said, you remember that movie that John Travolta was in (laughs) where he got struck by cancer? Maybe light. I don't know exactly what happened, but. <laughs> the Movie 97 called Phenomenon. And okay, so not Michael. See, I
1: get them confused. One, yeah. he has wings and one, he doesn't. Right. This is Change and the Keira, World. And Kyris Hedrick is in one, but not the other, or is she in both? I don't know. Change the World
0: by Eric Clapton. And John Travolta is, is spouting out Zenus talk. Who
1: knows? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen this. That but again, mind. the video. I can reach the stars. Eric Clapton sitting on a stool yep. and like the clips of the video are like going over his face and his body. Yep. Yep. Shining
0: on heart. So this will give you, this will give you an idea of how big movie soundtracks were. Adam, I've literally never seen that movie, but mm-hmm. I
1: know that that song is from that movie. Right. Well, and that's what happens so often is the songs that supported these big movies have a longer legacy sometimes than the movie itself. i've never seen michael maybe i i've seen one of them michael is michael he's a phenomenon yes wait so which one's michael (laughs) (laughs) he's he's also an angel in one we have to be i can't stop recording until we settle this okay because i'm gonna i'm gonna in
0: 1996 john (laughs) schmultz was in a movie called michael it's an American fantasy film directed by Nora Ephron. Of course it was fucking Nora Ephron. The film starts John Travolta in arc, as the Archangel Michael, who is sent to Earth to do various tasks, including <laughs> mending some wounded hearts. It's got Andy McDowell, William Hurt, Bob Hoskins, Joey Lauren Adams, and Robert Postorelli.
1: Okay, so is there a song from that one? Because I feel like I can see that too.
0: Michael Let Film. Let me see. Michael Soundtrack. <laughs> Michael Film Soundtrack. I, I imagine there is. All right, so yes, there okay. is a soundtrack from Michael. <laughs> okay, got Don Henley, The Mavericks, Aretha Franklin, Van Morrison, Randy Newman, Kenny Wade Shepherd, Bonnie Raitt, Willie Nelson, Al Green, Andy McDowell, and Norman Greenbaum.
1: Okay, so I have to look and see the the soundtrack list. Please hold, hold on, I'm getting there. Oh, newland. So that's Cinema, 1996, right. right? Okay, okay. Michael film soundtrack. Now I'm I looking at like phenomenon. I, okay, phenomenon was when 1997. Phenomenal is a 1996 American <laughs> romantic fantasy. Can you can, can you understand why I'm a little confused?
0: I'm I'm right there with you, pal. I know exactly. I'm I'm just as confused as you are. The only thing I'm not confused about is that this fucking song rips. So you could
1: yes. See okay. So this is from Phenomenon. Okay. So nothing right. from Michael. I just looked at the no. soundtrack list. Okay. I was confusing Phenomenon with Michael. Right. Same no, year. Oh my god. Same.
0: Same year. Let me see. Phenomenon it, came out in July 3rd, 1996, uh, and Michael came out. Let's see. Michael came out December you, 25th, 96.
1: So do you think that Michael was less successful because people just assumed the studio was putting it back into the theater? And I, it was actually Phenomenon?
0: It must have been. So Phenomenon is a movie in
1: 1996 where- <laughs> well, He has long hair in one and short in the other.
0: Right. And I okay. think, all right, in the film, a, an amiable uh, small town everyman is inexplicably transformed into a genius with telekinetic powers. I think he is- Sounds cancer, like some, right?
1: sci- some Scientology bullshit.
0: I think he ended up dying.
1: I, yes, he died. S- sweetie, I don't know.
0: So, the FBI shows up, but Lance persuades him to let George die in peace. Apparently, he dies.
1: <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. Sorry, folks.
0: The movie is also two hours and three minutes long.
1: That is mm-hmm. a long movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so nothing from Michael, but yes, from Phenomenon. No. No. Okay. Okay. Eric, got it. Again.
0: Got it. There we go, Eric. The... There's Eric.
1: Perfect. Okay. Okay. <sighs>
0: God, I love this song. Let me see if I get to the chorus. It's coming. I be the in your All right. God damn it! Remember Eric Clapton? Whatever mm-hmm. happened to him? He is um, probably he's swimming. Around. He's swimming. Yeah. I mean, the guy. He did the Unplugged, and where he had this song, and then he had the song where his kid died, mm-hmm. which I think was also in another movie.
1: Um, Tears in Heaven. I don't know. Yes, I don't I know it, off the top of my head.
0: Let me say, I'm pretty sure it it was because I was looking at a list of 90s. Here we go: Tears and Heaven, Eric Clapton, Rush,
1: 1991,
0: mm-hmm. Lily Finney, Zanuck's film.
1: Hmm, hmm.
0: I got nothing. Okay, that's a sad one though. We're not going to talk about that one. Okay. All right, now talk about movies that I've never seen but know the song.
1: <laughs> I watched this movie for the first time about five years ago.
0: Dangerous Minds with Michelle Pfeiffer.
1: Yep. As, As I
0: walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look. My brother, the, emo, this month? the emo teenager <laughs> in the 90s, had the cassette single of Gangster's Paradise and would listen to it in his little tape deck.
1: Yeah, but everybody loved this song. Didn't matter what type of music you listened to. That was a huge song. Huge song.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it, it, you know, transcended
1: all I kinds and walks some of life. Whatever happened to, happen to Coolio? He's also still around uh, doing uh, uh, ads for like GoDaddy or something. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, he was, and then, and then famously, Weird Al did a uh, Amish Paradise, right? Which right. I think people probably Heather certainly knows that song better than The Gangster's Paradise. What was that Dangerous Minds? Is that the movie? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Thank goodness the the white person swoops in and saves the blackheads. Right, yeah.
0: right. As white man's burden.
1: Right. What is it about? It's um, should, um people uh, are writers. No, no. That's Freedom Writers. Okay. I think. Maybe. Uh no, Michelle Pfeiffer is a new teacher in a quote unquote not so great neighborhood um at a high school. Yes. Thank you. And that's it, and she changes our lives.
0: Okay. So it's a yeah. so it's like Sister Act 2, but instead of it being Whoopi Goldberg, it's Michelle Pfeiffer and yes. Leo is doing.
1: Correct. Yeah. Okay. And it's just right two call back in the habit. Sorry. I apologize. Thank you. Thank you.
0: And last but not least, by the way, we could have done this. We could have, I could have gone on and on and on. And you guys probably feel that we've gone on and on and on, <laughs> but to end this uh, segment, this episode, I want to bring it back around to the movie that was just released this past Friday. And it's everybody get up. (laughs) It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the space jam. No introduction. Chance, do your dance at the space jam. All right.
1: right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad I went with the ones I did because I was going to add that to you and figure that you had it on your list. Good. I'm happy. I'm happy that we were so different. Come on. Sorry, this what a! I mean it, it, talk about a Bob <laughs> that I don't know if it wasn't number one I mean
0: I, I have so much to say about space space jam was the perfect perfect 90s movie where it had Michael Jordan fucking Looney Tunes and a slamming fucking soundtrack and it got every child ever known to man to love that fucking movie
1: Um, I do love that movie, although I haven't seen it in a very long time.
0: Heather and I watched it. I mean, it's, again, an awful movie, objectively, really just stupid, but so much fun and so just kitsch and ridiculous. I mean, if you were young in 1996... You you loved this fucking movie. I mean, everybody I've spoken to loves this movie. I love Space Jam, yeah, for sure. And the
1: soundtrack, yeah. And the
0: soundtrack. Heather, I mean, I, so much so that I got Heather the soundtrack on CD for Christmas one year. That's how much she loves this. And I can see her, when as soon as we're playing it, I can see her put her hands in the air and waving them to and fro. Because that's what you have to do.
1: Now, do you think the song was um, successful and added to the soundtrack because it's basically the... Song by the Quad City DJs that came out a year before. Oh. Come on, ride the train. How? It's literally the same beat, and they just changed the words around. Hold on, let's see. <laughs>
0: That's how it starts. <laughs> how dare you?
1: <laughs> They're literally. <laughs> Infringing on a trademark by themselves. Everybody
0: come and get up. It's time to slam now.
1: Wow,
0: you're not kidding. That is exactly the Mm -hmm. same thing, Adam. Yep. Wow, I am shocked. Yeah, probably they. They, but it was the '90s. Everything was shameless. Everybody stole. That's from everybody everybody Everything was, sounded the same. Yeah. Such a good time, anyway. All right, um, that pretty much does it for me. That do it. For I you. love it.
1: Listen, you do it for me every time.
0: <laughs> Follow us on all our socials.
1: <laughs> um, I'm Rahelio Orozco. I'm Adam Goldberg. Everybody, champagne wishes and caviar dreams. Mwah!
0: We are. I swear, we're not a couple. <laughs>